It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sean here. This is a prelude to your cold open before the actual podcast. Uh, This episode was recorded before the news that Drew Eubanks has been released from the Toronto Raptors, waived by the Raptors to create an extra roster spot. Uh, So anything that we talked about regarding Drew Eubanks becomes out of date, including my chat with Jeff Garcia at the end, where we dig into how good Drew Eubanks' bench celebrations will be on the Raptors. It's kind of funny. Deadline day. It'll get you. Uh, So apologies for that. That part's out of date. But the Thad Young stuff still holds true. So enjoy today's episode. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to a bonus trade deadline edition of Locked On Raptors. Sean Woodley here with you as always. And on today's show, the Toronto Raptors have laded Thaddeus Young from the San Antonio Spurs along with Drew Eubanks and a second round pick from the Pistons in exchange for Goran Dragic and a protected first rounder. We'll dig into my takeaways from the deal, whether I like it or not. I'll spoiler alert now. I think it's pretty good. So we'll dig into that. And we will also uh, examine what the rotation is going to look like going forward. Where does Thad Young fit in on this team? Plus, we are going to check in with Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs to get the read on what Thad was for the Spurs this season, what he's going to provide for the Raptors coming over, and also get some intel on Drew Eubanks as well. So we got that all on tap in this bonus episode of Locked On Raptors. Thanks for being here. Oh, like, because when I shot, I expected to make it. So, like, I don't shoot kind of miss. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode number 11, 15 and a half, 11, 16 of Locked On Raptors for Thursday, February the 10th, trade deadline day, baby. I am your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter as always, at WoodleySean. You can find the show at Locked On Raptors, where you can find links to every single episode of the podcast. You can also go and find the podcast free and available on all your favorite podcast platforms. Subscribe, follow, rate, review, etc. Plus, you can also go to YouTube and hit the big fat red subscribe button to help support the show. We are nearing 1,600 subscribers over on YouTube, so please go help us out. All right, let's get to it on today's show. We are reacting to the Goran Dragic era coming to an end in Toronto. Thaddeus Young, a long-sought-after trade target for Raptors fans, finally finds his way to Toronto and it's pretty unexpected gotta say he was not a name that I had even on my radar I know he was someone who was probably going to get dealt or he was going to get bought out that was the noise out of there but it just never felt like a obvious match with the Raptors because you come into the deadline we've been talking about it for weeks and what have we said all right they might go after a center because they just don't have anyone over six foot nine on the roster or maybe they go after a, a shooter off the wing which was what I thought they needed the most and it is a little disappointing they didn't get that, but that's we'll get to that later. 
Uh, they also could have used maybe a backup point guard, a ball handler to help take some of the burden off of Fred Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam, which they sort of addressed with Thad, which we'll also get to. But yeah, they don't get any of those things. Instead, they just double down further on six eight dudes, baby. And it's not just that young. Drew Eubanks also six foot nine and uh, fits very much the mold of this roster. Now, everyone on the team outside of Fred Van Vliet, Gary Trent Jr., and Malachi Flynn, somewhere between six foot seven and six foot nine. The Raptors are, are not exactly subtle in their team building philosophy here. And look, the Thad thing is interesting. Again, it was not a guy I had on my radar, but I do think it's an interesting approach here for the Raptors. Again, let's sum up the trade. It's Goran Dragic, a protected first round pick this season. It's protected one to 14. So if the Raptors miss the, or are in the play in and lose and are in the lottery, they will keep their pick. It's one to 13 protected next year. And then it converts to two second round picks if it doesn't convey by the following season, 2024. And so you're not giving up a crazy good pick. And you get that pick back in exchange from the, the Spurs, the second round pick from the Detroit Pistons, which is probably going to be what, pick 31, 32, 33, somewhere in the draft. Right now, as it stands, if the Raptors, were, if the season were to end and the draft were to be tomorrow, the Raptors would drop 11 spots in the draft from their current first rounder to that Pistons pick, which I think is a totally reasonable way to drop down. Uh, not, not a terrible, you're not going out of the draft entirely. You still get a pick in that really coveted first part of the second round and it is essentially like a late first round pick which they've done a lot of good with before in the past except it doesn't come with the cost control and certainty that it that it typically does with a first round pick because there's non-guaranteed deals and it's a little bit more creative in the way you sign these guys and it's usually more cost effective which when you're a team like the raptors and you pay a lot of guys a lot of money at the top having cost effective guys not the worst thing in the world and so Getting in a second round pick, you get to bring him into the G League program, et cetera. That feels like a perfectly reasonable way for the Raptors to still have some draft capital in this coming draft, but still getting someone who can help right now in the form of Thaddeus Young. You know, I think the sort of glitz and glam of first round pick for Thaddeus Young, like the just like the phrasing of that, the headline doesn't sound so great, but honestly, I think it's totally fine and acceptable. And you know, it's not sexy, right? Like Thad Young is not some sort of game changer. He's not going to change the ceiling of the Raptors, but I don't think that was happening unless you were offering up a sort of bigger package with more picks, with fewer protections, and maybe even guys like Precious Achua or Malachi Flynn. And it's just, it's only so much you're going to get for a guy in Gora Dragic who hasn't played all year, is on an expiring contract, is like itching to get to Dallas and is probably going to get bought out anyway and is 30-something years old, 35 years old. Like, that's just not a great trade asset. So for them to get Thad Young on this team to help with the stretch run, I think it's a really nice little move here for the team. And they'll have his bird rights going into the offseason. He is an upcoming free agent. The Raptors want to keep him around, probably at a lower figure than he's earning right now, which is about $14 bucks. Then they can totally do that, and he can be part of the bench going forward. But if not, they get Thad Young now to help Again, not change the ceiling of the team, but he makes it more likely that this team can actually achieve its current ceiling without burning out by the end of the year. And I think that is going to be a really great addition for a few reasons. One, he helps to add a little bit of playmaking to the team that, that they need, right? Obviously, Siakam is playing so well, you don't want to take the ball out of his hands that much because he's incredible, but you need to have some sort of alleviating of the burden that Siakam and Fred in particular are carrying right now because they're playing 40 plus minutes a game are integral to the defensive side of the ball and running every offensive possession. It's just a lot for those guys to handle. 
Thad Young, last season in particular, became this like beautiful like point center, point forward, good short roller, guy who can run the dribble handoff game, which the Raptors run a lot. He can play small ball five. And again, he fits the ethos of the team. He's going to be switchable. He's going to do what the Raptors want from their defenders, really. like He's a really good all-around defender. Is he like an athlete who's going to wow you with incredible rim protection and, and you know the stuff that Precious Achua does? No, but he's rock solid. And this is going to be a word that comes up a lot in today's podcast with the chat with Jeff coming up in a second. The dude's just solid. And as we've talked about, this Raptors team, as currently constructed, the main five guys are great. Those five guys are awesome and could carry this team to, you know, potentially I think the ceiling for this team is like a second round appearance, depending on how the matchups break. I think it's totally on the table. And just to get them there, having some extra guys who can soak up some minutes, take some of the playmaking burden away from Siakam. You can have Siakam or Fred work off the ball a little bit more often just because you're running a few extra possessions a game through Thaddeus Young, who is very good at doing that. I think it's a really, really excellent little addition here for this team. And again, it doesn't address all of their needs. They still don't have a center uh, who you know can go up against more bruising matchups. But as I've said before, I don't think they're in a position where that center of the future, that answer for you know the big boogeyman centers that they might come across in the Eastern Conference, I don't necessarily think they're in a spot where it matters that much if you have that guy because that guy is not going to be the difference per se between beating or not beating, I don't know, the Philadelphia 76ers with James Harden in the playoffs at this point. Like that's just, they're not going to beat the Sixers that they come across them regardless of what they added at the deadline. So it's not like it's some urgent thing that they need right now. And, you know, you can continue to sort of run it back or kick the can down the road when it comes to the, to the center spot until somebody who is star level, who is worth, you know, changing up your team development process here, it comes along and you can kind of pivot from there if you want to. But for now, I think Thad Young is a wonderful little addition. You have now so much lineup flexibility with those kooky lineups that we all love so much. You just get more of those and you get additions of those where maybe Delano Banton loses a spot to Thad Young, who's just a more dynamic and complete player right now. You get, you know, on the nights too where Precious Achua or Chris Boucher are off, which happens from time to time, you get Thaddeus Young in there to help spell them and can be an insurance for those guys too. You get insurance against injury in the front court. You know, Thad could potentially slide into a starting job if you really needed him to, if, you know, something were to happen to one of their main guys. I just really think it's a totally solid and like hard to get upset about move. I know there's some Raptors folks out there who don't love it, who think that the overall return in exchange for a first round pick is not enough. Again, it's not really a first round pick. It's a highly protected first round pick that ultimately is not going to be that much better, especially if the Raptors keep on winning here, than the, the second rounder they're going to get from the Pistons who are truly, truly horrible and might have the first pick of the second round. We don't really know just yet how that's all going to shake out, but Overall, final takes on the trade, and we'll continue talking about this. I want to dig in on tomorrow's podcast in particular. You know, we'll talk about the Rockets game tonight. I would imagine there will be some space in there to talk about Thad uh, with tomorrow's guest, who is J.R. Manitad from the uh, Alex Wong. Uh, will Lou and Alex Wong show on Sportsnet. He's their producer. He's going to come on the show. We'll dig further into the Thad trade. But for, for right now, I think it's a perfectly reasonable deal for the Raptors. Nice bit of business. Just give them some extra cushion because the top seven guys in this team have carried them a long way. And I still think there's room for a guy like Yuta Watanabe to get a spot. Joe Wolfond, our pal from the score, made a really good point in that, you know, Malachi Flynn has been dreaming of having some kind of pick and roll big to play with. Thaddeus Young on the short roll is excellent in that role. So maybe that's a way with the second unit, you can add a little bit more dynamism and get Malachi Flynn in there for his hypothetical shot making that he's not quite shown full promise on. But either way, 
totally reasonable deal for the Raptors here. And we'll continue to dive into it more on the other side when we bring in Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs. Uh, and again, we'll have more bad talk, I'm sure, as they work him into the rotation. We'll figure out what's going to happen with, um, you know, how he slots in. Is he going to be the sixth man and, you know, become the new 22-minute game guy off the bench? Does he play 14 minutes? We'll talk about all of those questions as we go forward here in the week and then into next week as well. But without further ado, we're going to bring in Jeff Garcia. However, before we do that, got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online, who have you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues its march towards the playoffs right to the big game in a couple of days. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your, all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has the up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates on, uh, on current games that are going on right now as well don't take don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season bet online is where the game starts and today's show is brought to you by our pals over at rockauto.com we've been talking about rock auto for a long time here and they are a company that speaks to me a person who knows nothing about cars and is always worried i'm getting overcharged for things not a concern when you go to rock auto because they sell their parts for less they have more selection and variety as well and they are a family-owned business that is selling things for the exact same price, whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or professional. They don't make it intimidating. It can be a very, very terrifying experience going to the mechanic, not knowing, oh, God, something's wrong with my car. What's this going to cost me? You get a little bit more control when you go through Rock Auto and get the parts you need from them. And then you take it to someone and say, hey, put this in my car. And then they will have to do it because that's how it works. Anyway, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on. And there, how did you hear about how did you hear about us, Box? To so know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you will ever need at RockAuto.com. And with that, let's get to the conversation with Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs to round up today's bonus episode of the show. Again, we'll be back again tomorrow with J.R. Manitad from Sportsnet, and we will talk all about the game against the Rockets tonight while diving further into Thad Young's fit with the team. Enjoy the chat with Jeff Garcia. All right, let's bring in now the host of Locked on Spurs to get a little intel on Thad Young, the newest Toronto Raptor, and Drew Eubanks. We shouldn't forget about Drew Eubanks. <laughs> yep. He's also part of the team. Uh, it's Jeff Garcia. Jeff, how's it going, man? Doing good. You know, for a day where I'm usually just off because the Spurs don't do anything at all. <laughs> I, Sean, I was actually on my way out to go for a jog in the morning. I said, you know, let me yep. go for a jog, you know. I'll catch up on the minor move the Spurs do later. And then the next thing yep. I know, notifications going off like crazy. Thad Young, Eubanks, Raptors, what's going on? But yeah, it was a little hectic for me. I'm not used to this. How how, how do I get used to this, Sean? This is yeah, a new era I mean, in Spurs history. Yeah, the, the Raptors have, I guess, become a team that usually do something at the deadline, at least the last yeah. few years. You know, nothing quite as big as the Marcus All thing back in 2019. But, you know, they had a couple small moves last year. The Kyle Lowry stuff was a big mm -hmm. deal. And we knew that Goran Dragic was going to go somewhere. Right. Uh, before this deadline whether it was you know dallas that was sort of the original location that kind of dissipated as everyone realized oh dallas has nothing to trade uh and they have to do depressing trades like Kristaps porzingis for bertans and dinwiddie but we're not here to talk about that uh we're here to talk about the spurs who ended up being yeah. the landing spot for goran Dragic. we did a podcast last week with corbin ford talking about the spurs guys and didn't even mention thad young as a potential target we've been thinking oh well, the raptors need a big they need a shooter off the bench they need maybe an extra backup guard and instead they double down or triple down or quadruple down on six eight dudes once again and mm -hmm. get thad young and drew banks let's start with young 
not he's not played a ton this year just 26 games played for him yeah. he's not had the same role that he had either last year mm-hmm. playing for the chicago bulls but his per minute production is not too far off from what it was with chicago where he was a really excellent you know six man of the years stealth candidate averaged more than four assists a game 12 six and four from a guy mm-hmm. off your bench really really good stuff what was the deal with him with the Spurs this year? Was it more of just sort of like an agreed upon, yeah, we're going to deal you, so we're not going to mm-hmm. sort of risk injury by overburdening you with more than yeah. 14 minutes a game? And, you know, so was that kind of the idea all along? And, you know, in the minutes that he did play, what did Thad Young show off that Raptors fans can maybe get excited about? Yeah, we'll start off with his arrival to San Antonio, part of the DeMar DeRozan Bulls deal. Um, mm-hmm. Just was never a fit. And from day one until, I guess, today, um, he was very vocal, Thad about not being in San Antonio. Um, he didn't want to be there. Uh, he, mm-hmm. he made the media circuit uh, every every chance he did. He even told Spurs media, you know, mm-hmm. in, one, in several post-game chats that he wants out that is not a good right. fit. Um, right. And it was, you know, the, the DMPs that he racked up just reflect that. He was just not going to fit in San Antonio. The Spurs are clearly, clearly in a rebuild. And that just didn't factor into that. Good on that, though. He didn't ever really make waves. Uh, mm-hmm. Ultimate pro never really, you know, said, "Now nah, I'm not going to check in, you know, because I, I want out of here. No, he played. He played. Uh, he was still in practice. He still did media chats. Uh, a consummate pro from beginning to end in San Antonio. So uh, kudos to him. Uh, now, on the court. Rugged. Tough. Do it mm-hmm. all on both ends of the court. Still has plenty of gas left in his tank, despite being an NBA vet. He's going to provide Toronto uh, just just exactly what it needs—a little little boost. And yeah. I think you you cannot you couldn't go wrong with Thad Young. You look at his numbers historically, his career wise, they're good. They're not yeah. bad. They're really yeah. really good. Double figure scoring gives you solid rebounding, gives you solid minutes, and that's what you want in Toronto. You want solid minutes from a guy off that. Raptors bench he's gonna give it to you and you know times 10 mm-hmm. uh you know I, I I always felt that Thad Young was just late to the Spurs prom I always felt that he could have been wonders <laughs> in San Antonio oh, yeah. during their yeah. big three era maybe towards the end of that the Kawhi Leonard bridge but you know uh, it, it's just a shame it didn't work out in San Antonio clearly you know the Spurs are on a different path than Thad is and that now attaches to himself a team that is playing well right now. Your Raptors, you know, mm-hmm. likely is going to get to the playoffs. Spurs aren't, that's for sure. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 definitely a good move for not only the Raptors to add a proven veteran, but for San Antonio as well. This is a team yeah. that clearly is pulling the plug on this season. Not just the Thad Young, Drew Eubanks. It's the Derek White deal. It's mm-hmm. it's it's amassing tons of draft picks uh but that's for another show on lockdown spurs we'll talk about uh there <laughs> and i know you want to talk about drew eubanks though yeah yeah so just a quick thought on, on thad I, I should add like i, I think mm-hmm. what he does in terms of his sort of like i'm not saying he's an offensive hub necessarily but that was what he was on yeah. the bench for the bulls last year and it's but, but he can year. give you double figure scoring he can you he'll give you 12 exactly. 15 yeah yeah, and, and in particular, where I'm really excited to see Thad on the Raptors, and, and you know, I don't want to rehash points I've already made on this podcast that, I, that we're now recording in the final segment before the first couple segments, so I don't want to step on too much yeah. of my notes. But um, yeah, I, I think 
just the like the dribble handoff stuff he can do, mm-hmm. the short roll stuff he can do, mm-hmm. like the extra passing and playmaking, mm-hmm. you know, for a team that's just so spread thin right now and be asking so much of its best players. It's just nice to get another dude who is, right. like you said, rock solid. Like there, there's just nothing that you can really there's complain nothing, right. about throwing nothing. that into the mix, right? Like no. he's just like a, it's hard to yeah. have like a strong or opinion either way, frankly, but I think it certainly speaks yeah. towards positive more than negative. Yeah. Um, Drew Eubanks, let's, let's flip to him. Uh, you know, he's kind of been a G League hand and had been on the Spurs, it seems like, forever in some capacity. You know, mm-hmm. he's just kind of always been around there. You see him float in for garbage time minutes when you play the Spurs and whatnot. Um, you know, not a, a huge addition or anything like that. Probably isn't going to slot into the Raptors rotation immediately. But what can Raptors fans expect sure. from Drew Eubanks, who maybe haven't seen him play? A te- first of all, a testament to the Spurs process. Here's an undrafted guy out of Oregon. You know, mm-hmm. you know, makes waves in the summer league, you know, makes waves in training camp, he earns himself an NBA roster spot and was fairly productive. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna say he was wowing you with the stats, but he's gonna give the Raptors toughness. Toughness. I've been following him since summer league to his time with the Austin Spurs G League to San Antonio. If there's a scrap that's gonna happen, he's gonna have all your teammates back, and he's not afraid <laughs> to mix it up. Not afraid to throw his body around. He's a big boy, uh, young. Uh, he's the Raptors like him. Yep, big he's boys. Gonna, That's all they want. A, yeah, he's going to do the dirty work for you guys. I'm going to tell you that much. He's going to do the dirty work for you guys. Clean up. He's really good on the fast break. Don't mm-hmm. discount. Don't think of him as some lumbering guy that's coming in. For for guys his size, yeah, he's fairly undersized, you know, for his position. But he's going to give it all hustle each and every time he's on that court never was a surprise to see him on a fast break with these young buck spurs with murray and you know former spur white you know running that fast break and he's trailing and he's going up for a power dunk um again you know and he's also going to give you some you know sean locked on raptors listeners keep an eye on him on the bench he's going to give you some of the best bench reactions to speak the language you're Ooh. gonna love it. You're going <laughs> to love it. Um, it's sad to see him go. He was a fan favorite in San Antonio, really bonded with this young Spurs team mm-hmm. in San Antonio. Um, uh, yeah, you know, so so uh, by the way, he's recently engaged too. So if you want a little, you know, uh, pointer there, uh, Sean, when you're in the media room with him and say, Hey, you know, congratulations <laughs> on the engagement. So uh, he just he's he's gonna get married soon. Uh, but he's a he's a he's a big guy. He's a big teddy bear off the court, but on the court, he's just mean, mean. And he's going to give you every ounce of sweat that he has on that court. Uh, again, the numbers, you know, not not eye popping, no blow single figure, uh, single digit scoring. Uh, but we'll give you rebounds. He will clean up mess, set great picks, use his big body in the paint, and uh, yeah, you know, good on the Raptors. Thanks for the pick too. I appreciate that, Raptors. I love yeah, that yeah. first round pick. Thanks for the Pistons pick. It makes it yeah, yeah. Like Here that. you Dropping go. Like yeah. twelve spots in the draft to get Thad Young. Yeah, all right with that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You did. You did leave the most important information, the sideline celebration thing. That's, That's like it. top of the scouting report. Yeah, Thad Young. He's a nice playmaker, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. No, but Drew Eubanks, but bench celebrations. Hell yeah, sign me up. Yeah. That is a wonderful asset to add to the team. Yes, uh, Jeff. This was great. Thanks for popping on the show, man. I know you got a lot of stuff going on with Derek White and everything else going on with the Spurs. Uh, So hope you are doing well with all that. And thanks for being here. Everyone go check out Locked on Spurs, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And go follow Jeff at Jeff G Spurs Zone 
on Twitter to get the other side of this deal, surely on the next episode of Locked on Spurs. With that, we'll wrap up here. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you again tomorrow to break down Raptors Rockets with J.R. Manitad, the producer of the Will Lou Show with Alex Wong. So go and uh, get ready for that on Friday. Enjoy the game against the Rockets tonight, and we will talk to you again. Then go make your second listen of the day, Locked on Bets. The Super Bowl is coming up. Go and get the intel you need to do right on the prop bets you're laying down. Go and check him out over there. And uh, with that, we will sign off. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you again Friday with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Bye-bye. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.